0: Welcome to Chapter 19. And in Chapter 19's Learning Objective 19 1, we're going to take a fond trip down memory lane to review the basic general tax rules that apply to property transactions. We know that a person realizes gain or loss as a result of engaging in a transaction, which is defined as an exchange of property rights with another person. Gain or loss is realized and it's computed by subtracting the tax-adjusted basis of the property transferred in exchange from the amount realized in the exchange. The amount realized is computed as cash received plus the fair market value of other property received plus liabilities assumed by the transferee on the property transferred, reduced further by selling expenses, and any liabilities assumed by the transferor on property received in the exchange. And we know from basic income tax law that the general rule is that tax gain or loss realized is recognized and included in the computation of taxable income absent a specific rule that exempts the gain or the loss from being recognized permanently or defers such recognition until a later date. Let's further review the basic concepts with some discussion questions from the textbook, discussion questions 1 through 5. In 1, we're asked to discuss the difference between gain realized and gain recognized in a property transaction. Uh, Gain realization occurs when the transaction takes place, that is there's been an exchange of property rights between two parties, and the amount realized Exceeds the taxpayer's tax basis in the property sold or exchanged. Recognition is the recording of the gain realized on a tax return. Before gain or loss is recognized, of course, it first must be realized. Discussion question two What information must the taxpayer gather to determine the amount realized in a property transaction? Our taxpayer must determine, of course, the cash and the fair market value of property received in the exchange. Additionally, the taxpayer needs to determine if a liability will be assumed on the property received in the exchange or transferred in the exchange. And finally, a taxpayer must determine if selling expenses were incurred in the transaction. The amount realized is the cash plus the fair market value of property received less liability assumed by the transferee of the property, less liability assumed, less selling expenses. Discussion question three. Distinguish between exclusion and deferral as it relates to a property transaction. Gain or loss that's excluded, exempt from taxation, will never be recognized on a tax return. Gain or loss that is deferred may be recognized on a future tax return if circumstances trigger recognition of the gain or the loss deferred in the current year. Discussion Question 4. Let's contrast how a taxpayer's basis in property received in a property transaction will be affected if the transaction results in gain exclusion versus gain deferral. In an exclusion transaction, the taxpayer's tax basis in the property received will be fair market value. In the deferral transaction, the taxpayer's tax basis in the property received will be its fair market value reduced by gain deferred. And finally, question five, what information must the taxpayer gather to determine the tax-adjusted basis of property exchanged in a property transaction? A taxpayer must determine the acquisition basis of the property. In a purchase, this will be cost, but it could be fair market value if received as a bequest, or a carryover basis if received as a gift. A taxpayer also must determine if depreciation or amortization has been subtracted from the acquisition basis, or if capital improvements have been added to the acquisition basis. These rules are all very vital as we begin to examine tax deferral under Section 351 and tax deferral under the tax-free reorganization provisions, which we're going to discuss for the rest of this chapter. This concludes Learning Objective 19.1. Welcome to Chapter 19. and In Chapter 19's Learning Objective 19.1, we're going to take a fond trip down memory lane to review the basic general tax rules that apply to property transactions. We know that a person realizes gain or loss as a result of engaging in a transaction, which is defined as an exchange of property rights with another person. Gain or loss is realized and it's computed by subtracting the tax-adjusted basis of the property transferred in exchange from the amount realized in the exchange. The amount realized is computed as cash received plus the fair market value of other property received plus liabilities assumed by the transferee on the property transferred, reduced further by selling expenses, and any liabilities assumed by the transferor on property received in the exchange. And we know from basic income tax law that the general rule is that tax gain or loss realized is recognized and included in the computation of taxable income absent a specific rule that exempts the gain or the loss from being recognized permanently or defers such recognition until a later date. Let's further review the basic concepts with some discussion questions from the textbook, discussion questions one through five. In one, we're asked to discuss the difference between gain realized and gain recognized in a property transaction. Uh, Gain realization occurs when the transaction takes place, that is, there's been an exchange of property rights between two parties, and the amount realized exceeds the taxpayer's tax basis in the property sold or exchanged. Recognition is the recording of the gain realized on a tax return. Before gain or loss is recognized, of course, it first must be realized. Discussion Question 2. What information must the taxpayer gather to determine the amount realized in a property transaction? Our taxpayer must determine, of course, the cash and the fair market value of property received in the exchange. Additionally, the taxpayer needs to determine if a liability will be assumed on that property received in the exchange or transferred in the exchange. And finally, a taxpayer must determine if selling expenses were incurred in the transaction. The amount realized is the cash plus the fair market value of property received plus liability assumed by the transferee of the property, less liability assumed, less selling expenses. Discussion question three. Distinguish between exclusion and deferral as it relates to a property transaction. Gain or loss that's excluded, exempt from taxation, will never be recognized on a tax return. Gain or loss that is deferred may be recognized on a future tax return if circumstances trigger recognition of the gain or the loss deferred in the current year. Discussion question four. Let's contrast how a taxpayer's basis in property received in a property transaction will be affected if the transaction results in gain exclusion versus gain deferral. In an exclusion transaction, the taxpayer's tax basis in the property received will be fair market value. In the deferral transaction, the taxpayer's tax basis in the property received will be its fair market value reduced by gain deferred. And finally, question five, what information must the taxpayer gather to determine the tax-adjusted basis of property exchanged in a property transaction? A taxpayer must determine the acquisition basis of the property. In a purchase, this will be cost, but it could be fair market value if received as a bequest or a carryover basis if received as a gift. A taxpayer also must determine if depreciation or amortization has been subtracted from the acquisition basis or if capital improvements have been added to the acquisition basis. These rules are all very vital as we begin to examine tax deferral under Section 351 and tax deferral under the tax-free reorganization provisions, which we're going to discuss for the rest of this chapter. This concludes Learning Objective 19.1.